Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Hey George. Hey Lions, how goes it? It's it's good. You know, I I took I took a note in my, my notes thing here. Um, Wait, you took notes in your notes, dude? That's not what that's for. I know I'm as confused as you are, but here they are. <laughs> and and I've been thinking for probably about a week about like how I wanted to set this like opening bit up, and I couldn't come up with anything like truly quality, like enough where it wouldn't be like a puppet show. So <laughs> so let me just tell you this experience I had. Um, sure. We uh, we played uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm-hmm. uh, for for this game. And you suggested this. It was a great suggestion. It was good. It was tremendous. It was a huge suggestion. And (laughs) I I remember correcting you at least two or three times. And I was like, oh, yeah, zombies ate my neighborhood. And, like, you just didn't say anything. And then the first time I fired up the game and it, like, it's like this swooshy effect Mm -hmm. on the title. So there was, like, drama. (laughs) And, (laughs) And then it showed up. And I was like crap it is zombies ain't my neighbors <laughs> and, and all i could think of was homer at the table and and the newspaper folds down and he was like bart's teacher is krapopple i've been calling her crandall uh, i've been making an idiot myself see that that is fantastic because you kept saying you did you kept saying like zombies ate my neighborhood and i was like it's fine, you know. Like he he didn't he didn't play it as much as I did as a kid, you know. Whatever, and like it was one of those things where, um, like I let it go, you know, the first time, and then you mentioned it like a second time, and and my brain said, dude, it has been way too long, way too long. You, you, you can't you can't correct him now. You just you just got to live with it. Like uh, we, we we have a mutual friend who um pronounces uh, we we played Borderlands, and he would pronounce turret as turrent with an Mm. n Mm. and the first time he said it i was like "Ah, maybe he just got sloppy with his diction you know (laughs) and then like it was like two or three years later and like it was way it was way too late now at this point we started playing with another person and he was like oh blah 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 i'm gonna throw down my turret and the person said like what did you just say (laughs) and i was like oh oh no thank god thank god no actually you've been you've been saying it wrong for years and i just i couldn't say anything because i was in i was in too deep um, yeah. the, the story I thought you were going to tell was, um, how we decided to, we decided to play this game because, um, you know, we, we had just come off of a awful, awful, awful game. So awful. So bad. <laughs> and so you threw out an idea and I was like, oh yeah, you know, but, but how about zombies at my neighbors? I, if I remember correctly, it's like, it's, it's a lower key game. Like it's not going to grind us into dust. It's a, it's a you, p- palate cleanser. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not it's not something it's not a masterpiece, but it's 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 fun, right? And so um you were like, Yeah, no, that sounds good. And then uh you went to speak with Susan and I remember getting the text. She was like, Oh, you're doing zombies ate my neighbors because because it's Halloween. Yes. Yes, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was totally it. <laughs> you know, and I actually I got to be embarrassed by that twice. Oh good. Because <laughs> Not only did she say that, and I was like, 
Yes. Yes, we totally <laughs> planned that because it's Halloween season. And then later, I was looking at the release schedule and I was like, this episode <laughs> actually comes out on, on Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Like, Yay, serendipity. Like, love to take credit for it, but somehow, you know what it is? Like, we were so like browbeaten and downtrodden from Zelda 2 <laughs> that yeah. we didn't have the wherewithal to be clever. No, no, we had taken so much wisdom damage that, you know, we were we were just basically in a nightmare fueled horror scape, you know, and it was just it was awful. And this was this was this was better. Yeah. It was better. Um so I I'm curious about your nostalgia goggles and I'm going to tell you mine first just because I can sum them up super fast. Um sure. I had like retroactive nostalgia goggles where when I fired up the game, because I know I played this as a kid, but not extensively. This was like a, a blockbuster rental for me. And uh, when I when I fired it up, uh, the first thing that comes up is the Konami logo. And I was like, mm -hmm. ooh, Konami. And then right after that is the LucasArts logo. And I was like, ooh, LucasArts. <laughs> like, <laughs> ooh, so, candy. Yes, exactly that feeling. I was just like, I don't. I don't have super fond, clear memories of playing this as a kid, but seeing those two logos was enough to transport me back to being <laughs> 10. So I was like, well, mission accomplished. Oh, yeah. No, for me, this was one of the ones that I had at my uh, at my father's house, and I played the mess out of this game. Just, <laughs> oh, man, just hours and hours and hours and hours. This was one of my, like, go-tos. Just, again, because it's, it's very... Uh, it's uh, so, you know, not to get too far into it but because the levels are short you know as far as like play time right you can get through a level in like two minutes you oh, know yeah. and um and they have passwords you know so that way you can jump to whatever level like i just had a nice little piece of paper that had all the passwords on it and i was like i want to want to play this level or oh, i want to see if i can like get out of this level with more health than i did the last time or whatever you know it's just really it's like potato chips you know when you and the game is long, it's like fifty-five levels. Yes, but you get a password like every four levels or five levels. Well, okay, so so here's and, and this, this strays <laughs> a little bit. So okay, so not to bury the lead or anything like that, but so this game is 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 like fun horror, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's intentionally campy and silly. Right, it's campy and silly, but they still occasionally sprinkle in some stuff where you're like oh my god yeah. so if i remember correctly the frequency of um passwords is inconsistent uh because you get one it, about every five at first and then i know you get one at level like 17 and then one at level i think 26 I, and maybe <laughs> one in between those I, I don't know if that's a horror mechanic or if there's some method to that madness like it could be something silly like you only get passwords on prime numbers or or like you only get <laughs> something you know what i mean or like uh i i would even believe something like you only get passwords after boss fights or like right before and right after a boss fight or, or something um i didn't look at because i actually did look at the table of passwords um, yeah i did too to to, I mean. to well i'm not gonna write them down what am i an animal <laughs> so, so I, I did notice I was like huh it's not every five levels or every three levels like there's some kind of weirdness here but I didn't I didn't study it closely and that was one of the things that and you know then we'll get into visuals but like that's one of the things that I remember as a kid that I really like I remember having that moment 
and and I got it again because I had forgotten that it was a thing, and then when it happened to me again, I was like, oh great, it's because you get one at like level five, and I think at level ten, and then I think it does the weird thing where it goes until level sixteen or something like that, right? They 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 do enough to make it make you seem think like, oh yeah, every five levels I get a password, and then then they skip one where it takes like six levels, <laughs> and that is heart attack inducing, <laughs> you know, because you you you're. Because you you've set it up right, so where you're going like X amount of levels, and you're like, as long as I get to the mile marker, right? Like it doesn't matter how many lives I have, doesn't matter how much swag I have, doesn't matter. As long as I get there, and it was like, <laughs> super psych, it's another mile down the road, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, so I I'd, I'd love to believe that that was like someone on the development team was like. Let's do this just to screw with kids. <laughs> like not not because it's going to be something clever like if you add up all the you know levels that have passwords on them and put that password in it's a super secret password not like no easter egg just like yeah let's just mess with them. Yeah. Yeah, well especially like for the ones where you get one early you're like, "Yeah, I got one early." Oh no, how long until I get the next one? <laughs> Yeah, I, I have I have seen you mile markers, I think is a good analogy for that, because I have totally been on highways where it's like, you know, rest stop five miles later, rest stop 10 miles later, rest stop. And then there's the the dreaded like next rest stop in 49 miles. And you're <laughs> like, why? What is between here and 49 miles away that they couldn't put one sooner? Yeah, just just barren wasteland, apparently. But anyways, visuals. What did you think of the visuals? They're so god's damn charming like they're just so <laughs> they're so delightful like all and and it's not even just like the sprites because the sprites are really charming but the the goofy swooshy effect on the opening logo um the the font is like a super lucas arts early 90s like block font in between every level um the each there's, there aren't nearly enough monsters as there are levels, like, and we'll talk about this later, but they, they start to get a little wacky with, with mixing and matching, but the, like each sprite is really kind of not overly, uh, not overly detailed, but like they feel kind of rich. Um, mm -hmm. the maps are a little less detailed than I think, or I guess less varied than I think they could be, but like everything just feels, it's, it's charming is like the best word I could think of. It's just like the second I got into the very first level, I was like, this, this game just looks fun. Like I haven't even done anything yet and I'm kind of having fun already. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that they, like, cause like we said, it's kind of, you know, campy, campy horror. And I mean, that's the, the, the whole kind of theme to this is that, you know, it's kind of like, they were like, well, what if, what if all of the B rated horror movies like in a video game, you know, like that's basically, that's, that's the game. And so, and I think that they never stray from that aesthetic. And I think that the game is is very rich for it. So like you said, like, you know, you get bamfed into this level and immediately off the top, you know, the, the music, which we'll get into, but, you know, like, so you're, you're walking around and they're just these kind of like shambling cartoony zombies. And you're like, all right, and, you know, you've got a squirt gun and you shoot them and they like explode basically. Yeah, they explode in brilliant fire and their skull like, collapses to the ground and then kind of bursts into dust yeah. like each, so, ev every death animation is that expressive and violent yes every single one like uh, you you are never and this is both good thematically and good as far as servicing gameplay which is that you never wonder whether or not you killed something you know <laughs> the minute that thing dies especially the one that i thought was the most horrifying was the um 
uh, what was it? Is uh, it the Chucky the, dolls? The Chucky dolls are horrifying to me because of the noise they make when they pop out of the box, which gives me nightmares to this day. Uh, no, the the werewolves, man. Oh, do they? Uh, is their mouth like open? Yeah, their mouth opens up and like they're wearing a skin suit and then the skin just flops on the ground and this green spirit comes out of them. Yeah, it's pretty horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so this is actually an interesting detail that I hadn't really considered before. So all of the monsters have a single death animation. So like the, the way a zombie explodes is the way every zombie explodes and every weapon makes them explode the same way. And the the Jasons and the mummies and the the Chucky knockoff dolls, like they all die in the exact same way every single time. So you do see that animation a lot. The victims, victims, <laughs> the victims that you're trying to save, um, they also have an incredibly violent death animation where they shriek in horror. We're gonna have to talk a lot about audio in this game. Yeah, but, no, like, the audio <laughs> is very distinctive in this game. Yes, they they shriek in <laughs> horror, and then you see their like soul fly up toward heaven. Just to really drive home that you failed them. You yes. failed them. Yeah, but they are when, dead, and well, it is basically by your hand. <laughs> but when, when you as the player die, it's a very simple, like your eyes kind of cross, and you fall backwards, and then there's little stars over your head like you're unconscious, and then you bamf back to a standing position, and you're kind of flashing to let the player know, like, oh, you're immortal for like two seconds while you're flashing. But... I think it's kind of interesting that everything else that dies, including the other humans, have this super visceral death animation and death sound effect. But when you, the player, dies, it's like, ah, eh, you just got knocked out. You'll be back. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of like it like that from the, the standpoint of, you know, since you're the protagonist, right? <laughs> <laughs> since you're the protagonist, right? You like the idea is that you were just knocked out, you know? Whereas the other ones, the victims actually die, you know, but like you get knocked out and you, you know, awaken, you know, moments later and you're like, oh, no, I've got to got to keep going. And and yeah, I think that um, but still your your the animation is definitely less intense and way less visceral, but it is very distinct, you know, it is. And nothing else in the game moves like that. There's nothing else that makes you move like that, like none of the power ups or anything. So it's it all the animations are just beautiful it's just really good looking game yeah it looks it looks really amazing and then you know like so yeah so as far as visuals for sake of visuals i thought that um like we said all the enemy sprites were very very varied and i thought very on point to their theoretical source material you know like the the werewolves look like werewolves dracula looks like stereotypical like b-movie dracula you know (laughs) because that's the thing is it's based on like b-horror movies right so the creatures from the blue lagoon look just like that you know they look like the blue lagoon black lagoon black lagoon i always (laughs) screw that up uh and it's gonna happen four or five more times so brace up i've been calling her crandall (laughs) (laughs) i've been making an idiot of myself um but yeah no so the creatures from the black lagoon they basically look like the real life version of the big giant plastic pros- prosthetic guy, you know, Dracula looks like, you know, like super Lagasse. <laughs> yeah. Crazy hair. Um, the zombies look, you know, like old school. Oh, what's his name? Romero. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they're, they're very night of the living dead. Yeah, exactly. The, the, orig- the first time, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Jason character looks j- just like, it. so, I mean, like they all look 
exactly like their source material, which is campy, you know? Um, and actually, this is uh, the, the first of what I'm sure is going to be many tangents, but <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? And this will kind of give people a little a little peek into, to, you know, the time machine of, of George and Lions when we were younger. <laughs> Remember um, that one bar we used to go to that uh, – that like nobody went to, so it was always just like our crew. But they would show B horror movies. Do you mean the spaceport? I do mean the spaceport. Oh, yes. I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, for 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 those at home, this was just a, a bar that was attached to another bar, so it was like barception, and it yeah, was and and the other bar was themed for tiki, so they had nothing in common, but they shared a kitchen. Yeah, which was. <laughs> Whatever. So, but so everybody went to the tiki bar place, and only very, very few people just knew about this. It wasn't like you reserved the space; you just were the only ones there. And so it was just like a private party, and they always had these B movies showing in the the spaceport. And it just reminded me of that, where it's just it's just B movie all the way down. So I felt all the visuals were very on theme to that aesthetic; like they never lost sight of it. You know. Well, okay. So th- this raises one of my few complaints about the visuals is. The first, because this game, I mean, it's long. Like, it says right on the box, like, 55 haunting level, 50 scary levels. The number's <laughs> right on the box, whatever it says. But it's, like, 55 some adjective levels. Right. And the first level is exactly what it says on the tin, right? Zombies ate my neighbors. You're in what looks like a neighborhood at night. There's zombies and there's neighbors. Some of them get eaten. Like, it's, you know, does what it says on the box. But, like, the, f- like, fourth fifth or sixth level like fairly early on all of a sudden you're in a pyramid and there's mummies and then like you go to a mall and that's where you see like the chucky dolls and it's like Mm -hmm. okay like haunted dolls like i guess that's kind of like zombies and you see the mummies and you're like well mummies are a little bit like zombies and then it's like the invasion of the body snatcher like glob things and like coming up like out of the plants and i'm like okay like (laughs) And, and each of those levels, I was like, oh, okay, like, it's not really just zombies. It's, like, themed levels. So it's like, this is the Body Snatcher level, and this is the, you know, the Mauve Lagoon level. And, like... Martians attack. Yeah. Yeah, which, oh, man, that one's weird. But, like, but it, it's, like, each of those, like, kind of, um, like, here's, here's a horror movie, and we're going to theme a level around it. But then in fairly early on, like, in the mid-teens they run out of those genres like you would expect. And so you'll have a level that's like Chucky dolls, Jason mask guys and zombies. And it's like, okay. And then like by the in once you get into like the twenties, it's like all of the enemies are in almost every level. So if there's, if there's like 10 enemy types, like every level starts to have like seven of them. So I understand why they did that because each of the enemies moves very differently and behaves very differently. Like some of them chase you. Some of them are kind of random in their movements. So they combining them creates different challenges, but it does crap on the aesthetic a little bit. Cause you're like, ah, zombies also Jason also aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and like it, when, when I first, like when that first occurred to me, I was kind of like, ah, this is kind of sucking me out of the moment. And then when I was in a couple, like, weird corners where I had to use like my wicked cunning to get out of it. I was like, Oh, it's because the fun of getting out of that encounter so greatly outweighs the silliness of all these monsters being in the same place at the same time that who cares? Yeah. And for me personally, and I I could definitely see that, like, you know, that that could absolutely pull you out of it. But for me, you know, and especially the way I kind of saw it when I was younger and now bled through to now is, uh, 
to me, the way I saw it was uh, like they are all teaming up against me, you know? <laughs> but one of the notes I do have, uh, and I think it is, it is in visuals, which is where, 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 where is this neighborhood? Like, where do you live? <laughs> where is there's, there's ancient, so, so, you know, it's like, okay, so you're in a neighborhood, probably somewhere in Egypt, one would assume, because you're like a quick bus ride away from pyramids, but also a quick bus ride away from Transylvania. So that starts to fall apart. And <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fast bus. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, in, in, so part of my headcanon is it's one of two things. Either A, all of these movies have actually come alive. Okay. I'm fingered because I also have a crazy headcanon and I'm fingers. I'm literally fingers crossed that we're going to the same or, place. Or it's all in your head. Ah, no. Oh, no. You're in hell. Oh, <laughs> or like yeah, a, that'll do it too. Or, or like a purgatory, like some yeah. kind of because at first I'm I'm gonna say like I'm and I'm just making all this up on the spot right now. Have not not put a single bit of thought into this. <laughs> um, so like in the first level, it's like just you and the zombies, right? Zombies ate my neighbors. You don't make it, and when you are eaten by a zombie and you turn into a zombie this is what your experience is like hmm. is. And this is why like zombies are so aggressive because you're just constantly in this sensation of being swarmed by monsters. So you're like constantly trying to defend yourself. So the, the, I can't remember the character's names, boy or girl, um, right. you know, you, you get eaten by zombies and then you immediately descend into this like kind of hellish purgatory space which is why the longer you're there, the more absurd it gets. So it's like, ah, zombies, ah, mummies, ah, zombies and mummies and Jason and Chucky and like <laughs> aliens. And it's just like, but it, it makes sense to you because you're like trapped in this like low wisdom, low intelligence hellscape. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really like that. I like that. Um, I like that one a lot. And I think it's very similar to the like, it's all basically in your head, you know, where it's just Oh, yeah. Like a, Anything you, where you could wake up at the end and it was all a blank, it's the same framing device. Well, oh, no, I meant like like you've lost your mind, you know? Not like... Well, like yeah, but the, the, at the end, the camera pans out and okay. you're either in a hospital bed, you're in an insane asylum, or it's your funeral. Right, it's, yeah. It's, it's the same framing device. Yeah, so so, so they're, they're, they're pretty close, you know? So, so with all that being said, you know... <laughs> And so it's interesting then because on level one, you, you, there are like 10 victims that you can save. But as the levels get higher, there are fewer and fewer victims. And we'll get into that mechanic in a bit. But that means like as you're slowly. Wait, is that true? I thought every level had 10 victims. I'm confident that a number of them when you first start, like it says two. Oh, now, that may be actually based off of how many. Uh, if you didn't save them all in the previous level that you get fewer the next level is possible. But anyways, I, I definitely know there, there were a number of them where I was walking around. I, I know there was one level where it had one and, <laughs> and, and I got, I got, got on that level and it was, anyways, it was a thing, but, uh, uh what was I? Oh, so what I was going to say is, so as you, you know, you're going down and things are getting more and more insane and there are fewer and fewer victims and it's harder and harder to survive. Um, and all of a sudden, like, like the reality of the situation is slowly befalling you. This is spec ops the line. (laughs) (laughs) From the SNES era. And, uh, and I like that. I like that. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) that's, that's so heavy. 
<laughs> like this game, everything in this game is so like light and colorful and funny, despite like the horror that you're surrounded by. And like <laughs> we just can't leave well enough alone. We got to make it worse. Um, the one uh, visual thing that I had a problem with because we have to talk about the hitbox, but graphics-wise, like visuals, the one time where I felt like the game did not communicate the information to me that I needed to be successful is. You know, like the big gun, it's like one of the first alternate weapons you get. Yeah. Yeah, fires like a bullet bill, basically. Yes. You can use those to shoot through walls. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Oh, yeah. And, and the only reason I found out is because I fired at a guy and missed and hit a wall, and the wall exploded, and I was like... <gasps> because oh. th- there's a few levels where the route you have to take to get from point A to point B without destroying a wall is insane. It's possible... And that's part of what made it frustrating is as far as I got, uh, there is no level that cannot be beaten without running around in like a gigantic crazy loop, but you could do it way, 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 way more efficiently if you just blow down like two walls. Yeah, no. And, and it's, and it would be difficult for me to speak on that because I can't remember a time when I didn't know that, that bazookas blow down walls. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, and, and that's one of the things that I like about it, and again, this a little bit more mechanics, is managing that resource, you know, because they're really great for, you know, slugging down bad guys, but at the same point in time, they are something that can literally open doors for you. So, you know, I'd be sitting there being like, oh, man, do I, do I want to, like, risk the long road, or do I just <laughs> want to blow down this wall? But if I blow down this wall, there may be something else I need more later. Which, by the way, um, and I said this to to Megan, my wife, I said this this game would drive you to the brink of sanity because she's one of the people <laughs> that plays Final Fantasy and ends it with 99 heat, mm. like, potions, you know, because yeah. what if I need it more later? And I was like, you you just all you'd use is the the super soaker. Like, that's all you'd ever <laughs> use. And you and you die. You, you die with like all of this swag in your inventory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that you can't have, uh, you can't have a hoarder's mindset and play this game. And to be fair, they're super generous with ammo, so you don't really, you're not really incentivized to be a hoarder for most things. But you, it's a good balance between, you know, just like firing nonstop with whatever weapon you have equipped and being like an insane hoarder. Um, yes. But yeah, that was that was my one like serious complaint about the visuals is like, I wish there'd been an area like you had to do that to get through like a big wall with an arrow pointing at it and the, the bazooka right in front of it. And it's like, Hey, you now know that this is a thing you can do. So go forward, right. Or, or make the walls more obvious, like a different color. Cause they just have a little crack in them. Like it's really fairly minor, all things considered. I mean, the world is going to hell or you may be in hell. Like, wall with a crack in it is not that attention grabbing for me. So I was like, it's fairly minor. And once you know that, like now you know it forever. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the, my one complaint about the visuals was, um, it's not wildly clear when you, um, when, especially with the bosses, when you can't, uh, like, Okay, so so there's there's bosses, right? So there's like big baby and big giant tremor monsters and uh-huh. and, and, and and right? And so you got to beat them. Um, and I didn't think that it was clear when you hit them 
how much damage you're dealing in that like you hit them and they flash yellow, which is good. But if you deal them five damages or 50 damages, whatever the quanta is, it just flashes yellow once. So if you go after them with the weed whacker, they flash yellow a lot, which would seem to make you think that you're dealing a lot more damage. But if you hit them like five times with the bazooka, they'll drop and hitting them with the weed whacker doesn't do much, which makes sense. But visually, I didn't think that that was relayed very well. And I remember as a kid, not actually get ever getting around that. And just if I did not have the potion that turned you into the beast, <laughs> I didn't get past that level. Like, that was just where I pieced out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, because I, I when I got to the because the big baby, I think, is the first boss, right? Yes. Yeah. So so when I got to attack of the 50 foot baby, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to deal with this. And then I'm like kind of making my way around the outside of the space where you fight it. And it's very rapidly sinking in like, oh, I, I have to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is, this is a, a must fight monster. Cause you can avoid basically every other fight if you wanted to. Like if you knew yeah. exactly where to go, you could just let zombies chase you in circles and just go grab all the victims and then, you know, bamf out through the exit door, which is oddly reminiscent of the elevator in Toe Jam and Earl. But <laughs> Yeah, right. Right. Weird. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, so when I, I got to the baby and, and I started hitting it, I was like, well, I'm I'm hurting it, but it like it it doesn't behave any differently when you hurt it. Like it's yeah. its pattern remains completely unchanged and it moves kind of quick. Some of the bosses are like fairly zippy. So it would be nice if they like stalled for a second or something so that, yeah. so that you could like maybe deal a little bit more damage, but I I'm kind of with you. Like once I knew what I had to do and what I was going to get in return from fee as feedback, then I was like, Oh, okay. But I had to sort of discern that from context, not really from information that I was being fed. Yeah. Agreed. And so that was, that was my main visual visual complaint. But I mean, aside from that, I felt that, uh, you know, the visuals serviced gameplay very well. Um, it, since this is normally when we do talk about it, you want to touch on the hitbox? Yes, because it sucks. Yeah, and the, it sucks pretty bad. And um, the thing is, not only does it suck, it's it sucks way, way worse uh, on the x-axis than on the y-axis. And I found myself actually trying to orient myself north or south of an enemy so that I would have a cleaner shot. Mm. Whereas, like, because yeah. when you're you're shooting at them like along the x-axis, you might miss them by a hair, and you're like, I don't, did I? How much do I have to move to now hit them? Because I thought for sure that that was going to hit them in the face, and it like went sailing over their shoulder. But did it go sailing over their shoulder by a millimeter or by a mile? And I, there's no way to tell. And I, God, I just this is like my one kind of mechanical complaint is. If they had just made the hitbox better, I would say this game is virtually flawless for this era. <laughs> yeah, no, the hitbox is pretty, pretty crappy. Um, uh, for me personally, I didn't have any any real issues on the X Y axis. It was like you know, it, as far as if I was north south or east west, it was when I was northeast mm. or. That, like it, I found that firing because you can you can fire while you're moving at an angle. That's just basically straight up pointless yeah so I, I and so i did the same thing that you were you were saying is i would wait until somebody was on an actual axis with me 
before I'd fire, unless I was using a weapon where that didn't really matter as much, like um, the uh, the the soda cans and there's like the uh, Holy Cross, which like circles yeah. you. Yeah, the Holy Cross, which which is definitely one of those weapons where you kind of hoard it a little bit because that's super powerful. Totally. Yeah, and, and the, the fact that it's like, oh, but they have to be close to you, and it's like, yeah, but I'm immortal and they die, so I don't care. Yeah, exactly. And and you and unlike a star in Mario, it doesn't just run out at some point. It runs out when you stop holding the button. Like it's something you can use. And and interestingly, and this strays in the mechanics a little bit, but it's it's kind of a visual cue. Uh, and I don't want to forget about it. Is that the way I found out, or because I forgot that the Holy Cross, like how awesome it was. I forgot how a lot of the weapons work, but um. I was immediately cued into it being powerful because the, I think one of the first times I saw it, it was in a room by itself with a locked <laughs> door, you know? So you have to burn a key to get at just that one thing. That's all that's in there. And I'm like, the game devs think that this is worth a key. So yeah, anyway, so that's kind of how I got keyed into that, that whole shtick. And they do that kind of thing in a number of different places where they will put something of great value alone by itself so that way you're kind of like hey this is this is kind of valuable or and or important you know in case you didn't realize it on your own the med kits are normally kind of in an area by themselves so it's like you've got to sacrifice a key or a couple of cannon shots or whatever to get at it so i thought that was well crafted um but uh any anything else on visuals because i'm super stoked to get into the sound on this one because i have notes on sound this time yeah, this is, uh, I think this will only be like the second or third time you've ever been like, yay, audio. So I'm, uh, this feels like a trick or treat moment. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I have like a total Halloween aside. Uh, so, uh, Sue, yeah, pretty much. So Sue and I actually uh, went to a friend's Halloween party because, you know, I mean, we have little kids, like it's a pain in the ass to go out sometimes, but like it's a good friend. We want to go like, we haven't done anything like this in a while. So we, we do the whole suburban parent dance and we go to this party and as we're getting ready to leave, I was like, Oh, I'm going to just pop over to the, the snack table and just grab um, one of these really good cookies again, as we're like heading out. And I notice on the corner of the table, there's these three bowls, like three small wooden bowls. And there's a sign perched in the middle that says uh, trick or treat uh, gluten free may contain peanuts. And the room was kind of low light, so I was just like, oh, that's, okay, somebody brought Skittles. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Oh, my God, they mixed Skittles and M&Ms together. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, fantastic. well, that, that's one of those things like you see on Reddit or on Twitter, like somebody's like, oh, if you really want to mess with people, but you never expect to actually see it in real life. <laughs> And and this guy walked up, somebody at the party was like a friend of the host, so it was somebody I didn't know, and he just grabbed a handful and then like tossed several into his mouth at once and started to walk away. And I was like, Oh, did you did you not? And he was like, Don't care. <laughs> I was just like, I don't I don't even know what to say to that. Like, you do you. And, but then like it's like, is that the trick? Like he's trying to trick me into eating a handful of Skittles and M&Ms at the same time. <laughs> like he's part of it, you know? Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like how deep does rabbit hole go, go you know? And it, it's kind of like, well, you see Neo, if you take the red pill, you wake up in a hospital. <laughs> but if you take the blue pill, you wake up in a hospital also, but way worse condition. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is actually how the matrix should have gone, but now we're getting, I'm, I'm taking this way further off topic. Um, 
Yeah, so 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 the sound. The sound in this game... Okay, so first, music. I think the music, personally, is very catchy in that I have been humming it to myself for the last several weeks. It's so good. Again, yeah. charming, right? Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's hummable. It's enjoyable. It's on theme. Like, it's just... it's It suffers from only... The, the one and only problem that the... Uh, the visuals suffer from which is because the game is so long the music does start to get repetitive but it's like what a great problem to have where you're like i love (laughs) i love these you know five six songs however many it is please give me six more yeah and i think that the music itself is very uh, like you said it's very on theme it's very because it's very kind of fun and campy but then it'll kind of hit these kind of horror-esque notes you know where it goes like like do 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 you know like that kind of where you're like ooh no i'm i'm in a spooky movie but it it's i don't know it's kind of it's kind of fun kind of enjoyable you know so i think that it sets the tone perfectly you know from the moment that you load up the game you know it gives you like the the horror thing but then the the music when you first get in it's just kind of like kind of upbeat kind of peppy it's like hey yeah it's, kill some zombies it's it's very um i think all of the the movie monsters that they're drawing from the music the whole kind of thing is very like 50s to 80s not even just like horror but just like movie monsters because yeah. it's 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 like a a lot of sci-fi also has horror elements and there's a lot of sci-fi stuff in here so it's like that kind of like 70s 80s version of the future where like all the aliens are like big heads and they seem to want more or less what humans want, but they're angry about it. And like it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a very that time in history version of monsters and sci-fi and what's spooky. But you're the plucky teenager with a, a water gun filled with I don't know what. And Holy water. I guess. Why does it, <laughs> why does it also affect aliens? Uh, because I mean, you're in hell. Yep, yep, there you go. Um, <laughs> See, it all adds up. Yeah. But but like all of the music is it's it's spooky and thematic without being too disempowering, but it's it's upbeat like you're the plucky teenager who's going to save the day without being too empowering. Like it's a very it, that's a tough balance to strike. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think they do a great job, like you said, and we can get into it more in mechanics, but they do a great job without making you feel terrified, making you feel, but but also not empowered, because you'll be walking around, you're like, yeah, man, I got my arsenal, I got all this sort of stuff, and then all of a sudden, you'll hear a Chucky doll come screaming out of its box, <laughs> and you're like, oh my good pity God, what, ah, geez, why, why, why is this happening to me? And then and you're like, oh, okay, all right, it's fine, and all of a sudden, you hear, and it's just like, a chainsaw monster. You're like, oh god! And you just you run, you run, you run, you run, you run, and then <laughs> and then you start dropping clowns behind you, like the little clown blow up doll decoys. Yeah, the, and that's the punchy doll. It is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and and so you're like, I don't, you know. So it just does such a great job conflating like weird hilarity with like kind of terror. So the way I kind of look at it is, it's it's it hits that same note as like a kind of a, a low budget haunted house, you know, where it's like. You, you're going in there to be scared, so it's just kind of like, oh, it's all fun, and oh my goodness, oh no, but it's still fun, you know. But yeah, I don't know. It's it, but it, but it's it's. The, I think it's the difference between being startled and being scared. Like mm, you, yeah. th- there are things in this game that are startling, but they're haunted house startling, right? Like 
you are, you would describe it as like, oh, I was so scared, but like you have a big smile on your face and you're like getting in line to go through again. Cause like, oh, it was so scary. Like I can't wait to go again. <laughs> Whereas like real fear, like I've played a handful of games cause horror is not really my thing, but like I've played a handful of games and see a hand, seen a handful of like shows and movies where by the end of it, I was like, I, I didn't enjoy that. Like right. that has taken time off of my life. And, yeah. and there's, there's none of that in this. None of this is like where at the end you put the controller down and you're like shaking. Yeah. We're like, Oh, Oh, oh my God. I am Ex- so except the, right now. except the Chucky laugh or scream thing like that. That's pretty haunting. The, the Chucky laugh sticks with me, man. Like, Oh God, it just, because especially because they are so, okay. So the three for me, the big three is the mwahaha that it does both at the beginning and when Dracula shows up, um, uh, the Chucky dolls and the Jason chainsaw. But the, the reason why all three of those are very audio intense, but the, enemies are very mechanically difficult yes. you know yeah so, so they're they're signifying bad tidings yeah so i mean that's the thing is if 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 the the chucky doll mwahaha if <laughs> i can't i can't like <laughs> that, I, that really I, sucks the fear out of yeah, it yeah yeah I, I should probably stop saying it i should just say the, the laugh because it's not i'm not doing it justice or or i could just say <laughs> right now and make you work it in to the the thing so there, that way there it is the, the the whole time we we were playing this game, I was like, man, he's gonna just be swearing up a storm. So I have to use video game sound effects to censor him. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, oh, this is true. But anyways, uh, so so if if that noise uh, that the audience is now familiar with happened, but the the enemy wasn't mechanically difficult, it'd be irritating because it's like, oh my god, I get it. Like, yeah, there's Chucky dolls. I'm gonna dispatch a hundred of them, and I keep hearing this noise. But because it's both coupled with a it's a terrifying noise that is coupled with a difficult mechanic. Like it is terror inducing because it's like, Oh God, that was a scary sound. And I now have to deal with this enemy. That's probably going to wreck me, you know? So again, well done. You yeah. know? Yeah. No, I mean the, the sound is, um, I, I would, I would venture that a lot of people would probably praise Lucas arts games for this exact thing. Like, uh, visuals, mechanics, and, audio playing nicely to each other because i mean if you if you're a pedant you'd be like oh well you just described a well-made game schmuck but like, <laughs> but i mean you you can have like uh tetris is a good example like tetris is a really well-made game you can play that game equally well muted like you yes. you do not need the music or the sound so you can in extreme circumstances completely abandon visuals or completely abandon sound i mean think about like a text-based adventure right like right. fun game, no sound, no visuals other than, you know, the text, but does right. that count? Um, <laughs> so like the, the, the LucasArts games that I've played always were, were, you know, cohesive in this way. And the, the one pushback that I'll give you just because I hated the hitbox so much is <laughs> um, the chainsaw guys. I did start to get the, the Jason's, I guess I did. Well, I, it's, we we've said Jason like forty times. It's not. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is it Jason? It was... Jason used a knife. Didn't yeah. he? I don't know. <laughs> well, we uh, yeah no. We're definitely showing like a lack of horror <laughs> clout. Um, 
Yeah, Some, someone is yelling at their iPod right now. Yeah, I don't know. We'll do the legwork afterwards. Check the show notes. Yeah, no, we totally will. And then we'll go back and re-record all these sessions. None of this will ever air. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, the the you know hockey mask chainsaw guy. Um, mm-hmm. When he gets close enough to cause you damage, he does like a little spinny move, mm-hmm. which I gotta say you don't really need a lot of finesse for a chainsaw weapon. So that's, that's probably a safe way to attack someone, right? <laughs> just like spin in a circle. Um, but nothing, when nothing sells crazy, sorry, I'm just picturing like, <laughs> like if there was a dude, a big dude coming after me with a chainsaw and he got within swinging distance and instead of just like bringing it up and then down at me, like, grabbed it by the end and then started I love you Jack on the Titanic swirling it around (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know really what to do I mean yeah anyway sorry continue yeah Yeah, no I I I agree like his his entire demeanor is is (laughs) off-putting but he uh when he gets close enough to you and he does his little I love you Jack spin um Mm -hmm. his hitbox changes as he's spinning because he's a wider target at like let's say east and west then he is at north and south so like it matters where you are positioned because you and which i mean yeah he's spinning like people are probably thinking like yeah it is he's spinning but like it's annoying <laughs> because he's spinning really fast and he has a huge reach around him and he can immediately exit that animation, take like two steps, and then re-enter that animation. So if you let him get right on top of you, you are boned. Yeah. And and, and there were a couple times where I heard that noise and I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, which is the the feeling you want. And then right. he would like come through a bush or something and get right next to me. And then you continue to hear that noise, but I'm no longer feeling panicked. I'm now annoyed. And so the amount of time I spent hearing that noise and feeling annoyed was greater than the amount of time I spent feeling that noise and getting like a thrill of running from the monster. But interesting. You know, I mean, that's like an extreme case kind of influenced by my skill level, but and the crappy hitbox. Yeah. No, the the, the hitbox is, is definitely garbage. For me, though, with I, I didn't even know that you could kill the the chainsaw dudes until this time i played like as a kid i never all i all i did with the chainsaw dudes was um i would occasionally hit them with like a bazooka to knock them down which is just a statement that you don't get to say a whole lot um yeah and (laughs) and the fire extinguisher to freeze them um but to in my mind like they could not be beaten and and nor were you supposed to you know like you were just like so so like you said basically is if they got close enough to do that swing animation you you had already screwed up but what i really loved doing and this definitely okay wait i want to just say this one note and then because this trace in the mechanics <laughs> but, um the so opening things makes the cupboard opening noise right mm-hmm. yeah opening everything makes that noise including opening piles of sand in the pyramid levels and i yeah. thought that was kind of stupid it it is a little stupid because <laughs> <laughs> it makes like this thunk of like you opening a cabinet. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not what sand sounds like when you move it away. But yeah, yeah, no, and and I I noticed that immediately because uh, another game we played that is one of the greatest games ever made also did this lazy sound trick, which is Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. you open in Chrono Trigger makes the same clicky noise. So it's like you know, ten thousand year old chest made out of like banana palm fronds makes a clicky noise like 
gigantic, you know, stone door that you have to open, you know, using this magic key from aliens, clicky noise. Like it's just <laughs> and it, it's super fast, right? Like you can understand why the 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 I don't know, let's call them foley artists. Why the foley artists don't want to make a thousand different clicky noises for for like oh well when a sand thing opens it makes a sand clicky noise and when a wooden right. thing opens it makes a wooden clicky noise but you do notice it like you you touch the the pile of sand and it parts to like reveal the wall or to reveal a secret door or something and it goes click yeah. <laughs> like what you like that that doesn't sound right um but no now to 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 for mechanics to go back to what we were talking about before um so one of the things I loved doing with the Jason guys, um, I'm just going to call them Jason guys, uh, with the Jason guys is uh, is kiting them in a way to knock down walls for me was super satisfying. Yes. And and the thing is, before I took down my first one, and because I didn't know I could knock down walls myself, I thought that was their purpose. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the challenge of these things is that I need them but they super want to murder me. Yep. Yeah. Right? So I was, I was making the game way more difficult than I had to just because I thought I was being super clever. Well, and that's to me though, a great mechanic that they put in, which is that, you know, especially on some of the higher levels where the, the way you would have to get from point A to point B without being able to knock down walls is just insane. You yes. know, like again, <laughs> possible, but really outside the realm of what you would consider normal. Um, they, they'll throw in the chainsaw guys, so you can just kind of kite them around and be like, okay, I'll knock down this wall for me. And I, the reason why I figured that they were there is, I mean, A, for, for you know, people who can't figure out, you know, their, their things. I mean, you know, no judgments, but, you know, those people are idiots. Yeah, yep. um, and- <laughs> Agreed completely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's also in case you just didn't have the ammo, like in case yeah. you just, you know, it did not conserve that resource. Um yeah, then then you you have a, a fallback for that. So, well, and and I feel like at the by the end of that level, and and I I mean you know like jokes aside, like I'll admit I probably should have picked up on this, but yeah. by the end of that level, what you need to firmly understand whether or not you know you can destroy walls, you know walls are a thing that can be destroyed, right. which Absolutely. should have led me to like maybe there are ways. I can destroy walls, <laughs> especially because one of the other mechanics that I liked is that there are some damage causing things that are like not enemies. So like in the, the body snatchers level that has the, like the evil plants, mm-hmm. like there's evil plants. And if you touch them, you get hurt, but they don't like, they don't do anything. Yeah. Right. You know, like they don't come after you, but you can like weed whack them. And if you weed whack all of them, they stop growing and then, like, that area is now easier to traverse if you have to backtrack through it. So, like, there's that. There's the blobby things. They're, like, red. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not sure what those are from. Oh, wait. You know what it blob, is? I think. Well, you're probably... I mean, not that but yeah. But I, didn't the monster in uh, The Thing move like that? Maybe. Oh, crap. There, There's... I want to say there's a like a Stephen King um, book turned movie where the monster is like a pile of goo that moves in like a super scary way. We, um, we really needed Aaron to guest star on this. Yeah, we did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to listen to this podcast and just claw her eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, 
But but those things, like, unless I'm, there's a very good chance I just didn't have the right weapon. But am I right that like you can't kill those things? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, no, you cannot. You can freeze them, but yeah. you cannot kill them. Uh, but actually, one of the uh, the interesting things about those that I think because they're just and we're, there's no way we're going to touch on all of them but there are so many mechanics that play so interestingly with one another that i think it's fascinating so um those things shoot balls of goo up into the air and if you are underneath them if you're if you're not moving around enough it'll hit you or a victim on the head if it hits a victim on the head you get like a five second count and then the victim dies mm, which is mm -hmm. great because it really increases tension because you're like i have to get to them right now and i know at one point i knocked down a wall that i was planning on walking around because <laughs> they got hit and i was like i got it i got to i got to do this which i thought added some fun dramatic tension but there was another time when i got hit with one now it will hit you it stays on you for about 10 seconds ish yeah but it right? seems like a goddamn eternity <laughs> it does and it'll and it and it damages you three times right that is actually a much, much slower rate than walking across um, the the briars and stuff, right, that you can weed whack away. Well, but you also, while you have the stuff on your head, you can't use your tools. You can't, but you also can't take damage from other sources. Oh. So, yeah. And I, th this is how I figured this out. It's like, I got hit with that thing, and I just happened across a briar, and it didn't damage me. And I was like, huh. And so I got... I used that to actually traverse all those briars because I couldn't, <laughs> weed, I didn't have any weed whack, whacker. And I actually took a lot less damage by using that to my advantage somehow. So that was just kind of like a weird, like, huh, you know, that, okay, though, those two mechanics can play interestingly together. And they did it in a way where I didn't feel cheated. I thought I felt clever, you know? Yeah, that, that seems like someone might have recognized, like, oh, when you have the goo on you, you are completely powerless and somebody else was just like, well, okay, you just can't take damage from other sources while you're like that. So you, you know, enemies might like amass around you, you know, like right. they, they're following you cause you can't kill them, but they also can't kill you. Like as long as the thing is on your head, you are immortal. You know? Right. Which I mean, again, considering how fast you can take damage, there were times when I was like, I kind of want the thing on my head because you know, <laughs> And the way I kind of viewed it was it was like you've been hit by the slime, so like they don't recognize you as human anymore. But yeah, I thought like stuff like that was um was was really clever, you know. Um <laughs> one of the things that I one of my first notes for mechanics just off the top is I do love that you just get bazookas, that there is just bazooka <laughs> and bazooka ammunition just lying around everywhere, which further supports either insanity or hell. Um <laughs> Well, I assume that because they're one of the victims is like generic army man number 46. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and and the bazooka ammo is often near them. Not always, but like I assume it's like, oh, they dropped this. Yeah. And, and, and I do like that there were army dudes around because that does kind of sell the idea of, you know, the army guys came and then lost their minds because only you, the plucky teenager, have the metal that it takes to deal with all of this stuff but I, I did i did like i i do like especially in 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 things like this when they do address it's like where where is the military you know like this has clearly gotten way out of hand unlike uh you know mortal Kombat 2 where <laughs> where you are forced to constantly wonder where the military is like they address it the military came and lost their minds and 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 then now now it's up to you so yeah 
Um, I, um, so you having played this a lot more than I did, I, I have a question about um, the the like inventory management. So mm-hmm. on on my first playthrough, I actually got further than I expected. Um, before I was like, okay, I'm frustrated enough that I want to like t- <laughs> take a minute to like soak in the skills I've learned and like come back fresh. Um, and I got to like the high teens, like you know, sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. And, um, I ended up with, I don't know, nine or 10 different weapons and like six or seven different support specials. items, specials yeah. and scrolling through them is super annoying. And yes. I got used to it. Like I, and I don't know how you would maybe make that work faster because this seems like it's not the best way to do it, but it is the best trade-off of you can only scroll in one direction so you can never ever forget which direction you're scrolling in. Right. The things are always in the same order. So like if you have A, B, and C, they always go in that order. And if you only have A and C, then it still goes in A, B, C order. Right. So there there's enough consistency and predictability that you can understand it, but it's also a steep enough mountain that I was like, Inventory management is a skill I have to master because if I have my my squirt gun out and I'm being chased by like one of the Chuckies or like one of the the, the Jason guys, which we are, I'm fairly sure that's wrong. Um, <laughs> but, like, but you know, if I'm if if I need a specific weapon, and it's not the weapon I have equipped. I have to get to that weapon as quickly as possible, but don't overshoot it because then you have to cycle all the way around. Which I mean, like, there's a little bit of a horror, like you're rummaging through your bag to like find yeah. the you, the clip for your gun, and then the zombies like you know descend you're on you, shaking as you put the clip in, and then you know, yeah, yeah. you drop it. I mean, I I get how that kind of ties in, but like. I I was struggling with this because I was so frustrated by these controls. And I was like, I don't know how you would have done this better because you have, you know, use your weapon, use your special, and then you have cycle through weapon, cycle through special. And both shoulder buttons bring up the little, like where the victims map, like the radar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Uh, maybe they could have like relegated that to the select button. And then L and R scrolled through inventory, but like, then how do you scroll through specials? Like it'd be weird if you did inventory with shoulder buttons and special with face buttons. I was like, eh. and then, and then the question, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, so two things. One, I think you hit the nail on the head. It was like, Oh, well, you know, you can make the, the excuse of, Oh, well you're rummaging through your pat- bag. And then you, the experienced zombie hunter, somebody who's used to <laughs> rummaging through their inventory is better at it. Um, you can definitely make that argument. And yes, I, I also thought about that. I was like, well, could it be done better? The answer, I agree with you, is no, not on this controller. So then the final question would be, is is it necessary to have that many items? And honestly, I think yes. I mean, I think that one of the enjoyable things about the game is all of the different types of weapons that you can get and play with. There are some that I definitely think are repetitive, like the, uh, the silverware, you know? Yeah, which is about the same power as your it's a little bit more powerful than your squirt gun but it's also way slower right and the way i kind of look at that is and i may be wrong i may be giving them too much credit and viewing it through nostalgia goggles whoa i'm <laughs> um, super glad we don't do that every episode uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just you can just hear people and unsubscribe yeah. <laughs> Un- unsubscribe patreon revoked <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh, this is true. But uh, is is 
the way I kind of look at it is uh, – you, you don't want to pick those up. Like picking those up is actually a bad thing. It prevents you from being an inventory hoarder, you know? Like you don't, like, yeah, you could be shoveling plates into your bag to perhaps use later, but that's not a good idea, you know? So I actually would avoid the plates and knives and footballs because I didn't understand the point of footballs <laughs> either. Um, but I'd avoid picking them up because I, I was just like, I'm never... Unless I run out of squirt gun ammo, and if I have, I am in way worse of a situation than uh, th- than a football is going to get me out of. So yeah, just, I just I would actually avoid picking those up. I you know? I just I did pump and dump. Like I, I would once I <laughs> once I realized that they were like slower and only marginally more powerful, I would acquire them and then. Every single enemy that I could kill with them, I would kill with them until I was out. Because when mm. you pick up the plates, you get like ten. Yeah. You know, it's not like a giant number. Whereas like when you pick up squirt gun, you get like 200 more shots, which is awesome. So, yeah. so like oh, you're, yeah. you're, unless you're really firing like a guy who's about to be eaten by zombies, which I don't know why you would be doing in this game. Um, you, you don't really run out of ammo for your primary weapon, special weapons, yeah. certainly, but your primary weapon, you're pretty safe with. So I would pick up the silverware or the 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 plates, and then once I knew that they kind of sucked, I would just like burn them immediately just to preserve squirt gun ammo. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. So, um, so yeah, but I, I do think one of the the little things that that hit me where I was like, oh, that's what that's for was the soda cans. Like, I for a while I was just like, oh well, it's a it's an AOE, but it's such a crappy AOE, you know, because it throws like a specific distance away from you, you know. It's really difficult to use, but you know what it can do? Hmm. Go over walls. Yes, I also realized that <laughs> in, independently of you just saying that out loud. Right now. <laughs> yeah. No, Damn I, it. I, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it was it was fairly like like happenstance that I puzzled it out. And I didn't puzzle it out for years <laughs> as a kid. But yeah, no, it, it, it's it's really cool because you can just sit there if there's a whole bunch of Chucky dolls or whatever on the other side of a wall, you can just toss soda cans over the wall and then it'll explode and take care of them and then you in, can enter the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Yep. No, this is good. I so th- there's like a little uh, like open the kimono moment. Like there have been a couple times, and I wish I could think of specific examples, but there's been a couple times where after we recorded an episode. Like I got enough insights from hearing your experiences and reflecting on my experiences that I then went and played the game again. And like that, that's true. Yeah. I kind of like that. It's, it's like, (laughs) it's almost like, you know, Oh, there's, there's more here to, you know, whatever the experience is, you know, zombies in this case, like there's more to this experience than I was able to uncover in, you know, the amount of time we had to dedicate to it. And this is a a pretty fun game. And I, I have one, and only one specific like long-term complaint, which uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to kind of toward the end. But like, I this is one of those games where I could see like just picking it up and like playing it a little. Like, I understand why you played this a lot as a kid. Yeah, no, I mean it's. I mean, you know, not, not to not to let people know. Don't want to spoil the <laughs> ending. You know, don't jump ahead. But uh, but no, I mean it, it is really it's really low key. It's really enjoyable. A, a couple of other mechanical things I, I did want to touch on before. Uh, before we get, you know, like towards towards the very end, was um, uh, one was uh, is that I thought thought for the 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 opening of cabinets and stuff that there was a good ratio of swag in there versus boogeymen. 
you know? And and nothing. Some of them yeah. just have nothing. Exactly. But I thought that that ratio was good. So I I never not opened something. I always opened all of the cabinets, you yeah. know? Well, because it, it's, uh, it's the Monty Hall problem. Like, you you have a 66% <laughs> chance of victory, so you are heavily, or I should say, you have a 33% chance of victory, a 33% chance of nothing, and then a 33% chance of boogeyman. So it's like, well, sh- sh- shoot, you know, the, yeah. t- two out of three. Like, of course, I'm going to chance that. And then when yeah. the boogeyman happens, you don't feel wronged. You're just like, ah, shucks. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got, I got, I got by a boogeyman. Um, and I had a, and and so the same thing with the question mark potions. You know. <laughs> yeah. I re- I really enjoyed that mechanic, especially because like I had this amazing. So, you know, I've gotten a whole bunch of them. So they 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 basically do the same thing as any of the items can do. Like some of them give you full health. Some of them turn you into the rage monster whatever right um so <clears throat> i was holding on to one of them because i was i was i was i had no health packs left and i had like a little bit of life left and i was on my last life right and then i i so i and all i have is my question mark potion and i was like yes okay now 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 is the time because i don't know what it's gonna do but i just saw this horde of it was ants you know this horde of like huge ants coming at me i was like this is it and i chugged it turns out they can also damage you <laughs> so, so i just ate some damage and then got overrun by ants and died <laughs> but i had just enough time of the, the the all is lost moment you know where i was like oh i didn't know that they could also do this and then just and then death but i actually i because again you know like it it only worst case sets you back a couple of levels i was like <laughs> oh all right well let's, let's try again you know so I watched, um, cause I, I was curious cause I, I got about midway through, I guess. So I was curious about some of the like end game stuff. And I was like, I, I think if I had more time to put into this, I was like, this is a game I could beat. Like I could eventually climb this mountain, but the hitbox is bad enough that it would take some time before I could climb that mountain all the way. And I was like, all right, I'm going to, I want to grab like this game feels like it's got some good speed run videos. Like I'm going to grab a speed run video and th- there's the the couple times I used the question mark potion. I don't it's just coincidence, I guess. But like it had the blue effect on me, where I like turned yeah. blue, and I was like, I can't use my weapons. I can't use any items, and I'm blue. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, do you know what that does? It turns you into a ghost. It and just makes you invincible. I thought you can walk on water. No. Yes. Oh my. Oh my, yes. Yeah, so I'm watching the speed run and the guy chugs the potion and I was like, ha, what an idiot, that doesn't do anything. And then, <laughs> then he just, because one, one of the levels is like 60% water. Yeah, and, and it's a nightmare to, to swim across because they got the things in it, yeah. just goes flying across it on foot and I was like, huh. <laughs> mm, intriguing, yeah, no, no idea, I... I because it, uh, there's also a blue potion that just does that. You right, know, and, and I just coincidentally got it from the question mark potion like three times. Right, um, which is fine. But yeah, I, I always assumed that that was literally to just allow you safe passage around for a little bit. I, I would normally use it to, if I had no idea where the victim was, to go f- go, find, go find them. Right, well, um, and, and, and this is a good a good mechanic because in the hands of a novice or a beginner player, a, a journeyman, it, it, it allows you to escape a normal, but otherwise punishing situation that you at your skill level are struggling with. 
and in the hands of an expert player, it allows you to essentially tell the game to get bent and run across the ocean <laughs> and just like quickly grab, you know, a few victims in the water level and then bamf off in the toe jam and Earl elevator. Yes. Yes. And the one other thing that, and I'm, I wanted to touch on that it, and I'm going to have to speculate on this a little bit <laughs> because I never recognized the correlation when I was younger and your statement at the beginning of the podcast has now made, caused me to question this, Ooh. which is the number of victims per level, right? So I know for a fact that there were some levels that I started that only had one victim, right? Um, but then when I was looking up passwords online, it was like, you know, level 45, all 10, 10 victims. victims. I was, yeah. I was like, what, what is that? I don't know what that means. So now I'm starting to think that every victim that dies, you don't get that victim the next level. Like you start the game with 10 victims. And if one dies, mm. then you start the next level with nine victims. And if one dies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so that makes me wonder if you eventually if all the victims are taken, do you die? Do you game over? I actually don't know because oh, yeah, every, yeah. every time I died, I died. Oh, no, no, no. If you lose all your victims, it's game over. Okay, so yeah, so it, that that might be part of the difficulty curve is like you have 10. Now you have nine. Now you have four. Now you have you're dead. <laughs> yeah, which which actually does give you a good reason to not just do like come up get get to level five get the password and move on like you because if you've only got the one victim you may want to go back to level one and then preserve as many victims as you can um so I'm, I'm a little frustrated with myself for not recognizing any of this because like i said i just assumed that you started the levels with x or how y number of victims you know and that there were fewer victims as you went along um but one of the things that happened to me um so first of all, I think that's a brilliant mechanic. I think this it, it drastically increases the replay value of the game. But um, the other thing that that does is it almost guarantees that at some point you are going to die, right? Yes. Because, um, <laughs> you know, just diminishing returns. And one of the things I noticed is all of the levels that have passwords associated with them um, do a good job giving you stuff to beef you back out, you know? Mm. So it's a good design gating mechanic because it's really difficult to say like, well, how powerful is this player going to be at level 30, whatever, right? Well, if they've been playing it straight through, potentially godlike, you know, they could have you know, tons of weapons, tons of specials, tons of everything. But if you gate it in such a way where you're like, no, they're probably going to die at some point, you know, then you can say like, okay, well, now on the levels where they reboot to, we want to give them some stuff. We don't just want to like strand them. So that way starting at level 26 is basically a death sentence, you know? So I'm. Um, you've actually preempted the one mechanical complaint that I had alluded to a minute ago. Starting at level twenty six is a death sentence. Well, just <laughs> that you when you use the password system, it brings you to that level, but with your starting loadout, right? And so the first time I sat back down to play and I fired it up using my like you know level seven password, I was like. When I got to level seven before, I had all kinds of amazing crap in my inventory. Like, who's this loser? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I did that at like, you know, level 13 and then at like level 19 or, or whatever it is, you know, like further and further along, I was like, this is hard. Like, it's it's hard to not have all my stuff. But I, I think that in reality, I was not noticing like, oh, they're 
these levels are pretty generous in the amount of equipment they're giving me because I just felt like so wronged. Like, <laughs> like I had, you know, I had 700 bullets in my squirt gun. Like, give me back my squirts. Yeah. But I, I need and deserve this. And also too, like those levels are pretty like from what I saw, they're really generous with leading you as well. So the one that I, I started on was like level 35 or something like that. It was, I, I remember the name of it though, was a uh, zombie house party. Ooh, um, we didn't even mention every level has an adorable name. Oh yeah, no, they're 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 all they're all the the day, like one of them was like the day the earth stood stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, this is true. Anyways, uh, no, so so yeah, so you bamf around, uh, but so if you have if you come into that level with all of your swag, you can clear it in like thirty seconds because you can just blow down two walls, get to some of the victims, and then get GTFO. If you don't, then you can't get through those walls, so it leads you through kind of a mess but that mess is full of stuff right you know so i was like that's kind of and so like i said i really noticed it in that one level so i can't say for sure that it was done in all those levels but i think if they took that kind of care you know that it would be relatively consistent so you're not going to be beefed out like you were had you played 20 levels but you're going to be able to play the game you know well and there's also there's it's a it's the great leveler, right? It's sitting from the mightiest pharaoh to the lowliest peasant. Who doesn't enjoy a good sit? Because you could reverse that argument and say, like, oh, I got to level, let's say, 31, and then I died on level 32 because by the time I got to level 32, I was just so depleted of resources. So for that person, when they put in the level 31 password, they show up and they're like, oh, I don't have a bazooka to blow through this wall like I did a second ago. So now I have to go around and, oh, look, I have stuff again. I've got my med pack or whatever, my you know magic cross. Now I can proceed through and, and have a little bit more of a fighting chance. So like it would be a, a little bit of a debuff for a more experienced player, but it's probably a little bit of a leveler for a more novice player. Right. And, and, and especially from the game designer standpoint, they can now be more reasonably assured as to what you're coming into the experience with, which is crucial. You know, so yeah, because you you design for minimums. It's like I know when they get to this fight, they're going to have at least this equipment because I put it in their way, right? And so you know, then and and you know, then you can say like, and it'll be easier and easier if they played the game well. But if they just, you know, I can say for sure they have these things because if they don't, then they're playing so poorly that they need to die and try again (laughs) because. They sh- they they shouldn't have gotten this far. If they don't, and, they're playing so poorly that they need to die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag game development. Was so it, what, uh, do you, what do you call it? A humanitarian design, like or humane? Humane. <laughs> this is not a humane design. No, no. Well, actually, I <laughs> hilariously, I would make the argument that killing the players swiftly, have, if they have screwed up so bad that they can't progress, is the humane design. <laughs> Well, yeah. like, like, like but when you them- when you phrase it as killing them is humane. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, sociopathy aside, uh, overall, man, um, did it hold up for you? Uh, so I'm going to give this a nostalgia monocle purely for the hitbox. Yeah, like, just if, can't, if it can't wasn't. I mean, it's I, I could master it. Like I could learn the idiosyncrasies of the east-west shot versus the north-south shot, but it was annoying enough that I was just a couple times I was like, okay, I just died or I got hit or I wasted a bunch of like 
a good weapon because I was like a pixel off and I get it. It's like, yeah, it's a pixel bounded box, but it felt like it went too close to the character based on the way the visuals were displayed to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if, if I missed because I just missed and it like went sailing over their head, then I'd be like, ha, I suck at this. But when it feels like it passed through their shoulder and yet they took no damage, I was just like, eh, like that. I, (laughs) I don't, I don't like that feeling in game playing, but to be fair, there are weapons that have like a larger area of effect. There are not a lot of circumstances where you can't get into a north south alignment if you just wanted to. So it's not a fantastic workaround, but I was like, yeah, if this is my biggest complaint that it's hard to miss a thing or it's hard to hit a thing that's trying to eat my face because it wants to not get shot, but it does want to eat my face. Like that's, <laughs> that's yeah, okay. Like this, this fits within the universe and the expectations I should have. So hitbox aside, I would absolutely recommend this to someone like the music is so delightful. I'd recommend just watching like a speed run of it just to listen to the level music. Yeah, no, the, the, the music's fantastic. Um, for me, I, I, I would, I, because again, and you kind of touched on it, you know, is that I don't, there are, there are enough workarounds to the crappy hitbox that it just didn't really, um, I, I, I didn't, I knew it was like not great, you know, but honestly, like, like I said, you know, like you've got the, the Holy cross, you've got, uh, you do have your squirt gun, which is, is super helpful, but there's like enough, enough other weapons. And especially uh, most of the time, to be honest, I didn't directly engage enemies aside from zombies i just run away from them you know um so so i i didn't feel that that to me that did not hamper gameplay enough to to say that it it was an an actual problem but but yeah i would definitely i'd say this is absolutely worth a play i mean it's 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 not i you know the hitbox isn't as perfect as like let's say if you were like wielding a sword instead of instead of you know like like your squirt gun you know like a non-ranged weapon but uh, you know, like some some heroes do throughout time. But uh, uh, yeah. Aside from that, man, I I, I absolutely think they held up personally. Um, I would I would totally recommend this game. I would especially recommend this game to somebody who liked those types of horror movies. You know, so if somebody grew up watching Creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, uh, all of those like old B type movies, th- this would be something I'd be like, give this a play. This this game is enjoyable. It's delightful. It's fun and. And also you in particular will appreciate it. Now that we've made this mistake once with uh, like an opportunity for a holiday theme game, um, we're going to have to put some serious thought into what we're going to do for our uh, Thanksgiving game and our Arbor Day game. Uh, yes, Arbor Day. Oh, man. I, I can't even think about what you would do like with some kind of like forest thing. You know, like a hero that would start off in a forest. Like some some kind of like lost woods. The curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll. Then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head. From the time that you spent traversing the land, 
battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand. Your memories creep in with the end of a smile.